Giving and obedience was never meant to be comfortable or easy. But when we tithe and when we give, we demonstrate in a tangible way to the Lord that we prioritize Him and others above ourselves. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. It's great to see everybody here today. Good morning. How, are you happy today? Well, praise the Lord. I want to talk to you about your money for a minute. And I don't want to get too personal, but I want to ask you a question. Did you know that you are the master of your money? And the question is, what kind of money master are you? You see, your money is one of those things in life that you make decisions about. Just like you're responsible for what comes out of your mouth, what you say. The word is very clear about that. It says there's great power in the tongue and it can minister life or death. Well, money falls into this same category. You may not decide how much you get, but you get to decide what to do with it. The problem is... Many of us don't really get this concept. We get that we are accountable for what we say and for our actions. But many times we don't believe we have control over our money. We just think about the rent or the car payment, the kids, the credit cards, the school loan. And we go and we categorize money in this totally different place. Where there's a sense of hopelessness. Like it's out of our hands. Like it's the last thing in the world we have any control of. And if you've ever felt that way, like I have, or if you feel that way right now, I want you to know something. It's time to change that line of thinking about money. Because you are the master of your money. And you are the only one who can decide to become a good one. I have three little things for you to remember that will help you become a good master of your money. And I need to listen to these things as much as you do. The first thing is to consider all your money, whether it's a little or a lot, God's money. It's God's money. Because it is. We all know the scripture about God saying, remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to create wealth. And that means that God isn't just wealthy. He's the source of wealth. And for the record, that scripture doesn't just mean he gives you the ability to earn a paycheck and make ends meet. 
The word wealth means an abundance of resources. So the Lord gives us the ability to create an abundance of resources. And when we consider all our money is really God's money, then we'll make all our financial decisions with a kingdom perspective and not just our own. So the second thing to remember is this. We have to have faith to tithe and to give. Giving in obedience was never meant to be comfortable or easy. But when we tithe and when we give, we demonstrate in a tangible way to the Lord that we prioritize Him and others above ourselves. And that discipline exhibits the character of a good master over money. And then, when we can stand like the Apostle Paul and say, I am ready for anything through the strength of the Lord who lives in me. And the last thing to remember, to become a better master of your money, is to simply make sure that Christ is the master of your life. Because he will give you the wisdom. He will give you the courage to master your money. And the word says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. Now you've heard me say before a few times that money can actually become a monster in your life. But God's purpose for money is not that we, is, God's purpose for money is that we become a good master of it. And not to mischaracterize money as something that we just never have control of. Because God wants us to master our money. And with the Lord's help and patience, we will. In Jesus' name. Anybody can complain and be negative in the midst of a difficult trial. God wants you to have a different spirit. Listen today to hear how your attitude is a little thing that makes a big difference. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today. 847-312-8197. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Good morning. Are you happy today on this wet Sunday morning? Uh, I want to talk about how important it is to have a positive attitude in our life. How many believe it's important for a Christian to have a positive attitude? Well, I want you to know that a positive attitude is important, and it is important to God that you have one. Winston Churchill once said, attitude is a little thing that makes a big difference. And you know, we all struggle with attitude. I know every time I come close to 820 and Beach Street, (laughs) I get an attitude. I also get an attitude about this time of year uh, when it comes time to prepare my taxes. 
uh, and I need to work on that uh, literally. But I rediscovered an ancient story in the Word of God this week that reminded me of why we have to develop a good attitude. The story goes way back to when Moses and the children of Israel were on the brink of entering into the promised land that God had promised them. So Moses sends some guys into the land as spies to check things out. And when they get over there, they find out that the place is great with lots of fertile land and trees and water, but they also find out that there are lots of people there. There's great armies there, there's great cities, and they even ran across some giants, which means they probably invented basketball. So when they get back, Moses calls like this town meeting, and he wants to know what they discovered over there. Well, 10 out of the 12 spies that went were convinced that they didn't have a chance if they went into that land. They acknowledged that the land was everything that God had promised, but their enemies were too strong. The giants were too big. They would surely all die. But then one man named Caleb stepped up to the microphone. They didn't have microphones then. And he said... Listen to this. We should go and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. You know what I thought of when I read that? Who else do you know that that sounds like? Have you ever heard Pastor Des stand right here and say, Come on, Bethesda. Let's do it. See, I always thought Des said that first. (laughs) Apparently, Caleb... He said that. His brother Caleb. (laughs) Well, anyway, it was two against ten and all the people got scared. And no matter what Joshua and Caleb said, they wouldn't go in. They were right there at the border of the land that God had promised them. But their fear and their negative attitude prevented it. And then the story gets ugly because God was not amused. He didn't appreciate their negative attitude. And not only did he see to it that the ten negative spies met an untimely death, but he banished the children of Israel for another 40 years. All of those negative people would never see the land of God, that land that God promised. All that is, except for Caleb and Joshua. And let me tell you about Caleb Here's what the Lord said about him. He said, none of them will ever see the land I promised, but because my servant Caleb, listen to this, because he has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly, I will bring him into the land and his descendants will inherit it. You know, with everything that goes on in our lives today, would you ever believe that our attitude could have such important consequences this story shows us that when we become a child of god we're meant to be men and women with a different spirit caleb witnessed these same things the others did he saw the fortified cities and the giants the difference was that his attitude wasn't based on what he saw it was based on who he knew you see The others were living in fear, but Caleb was living in faith. 
They were dwelling on their own weakness, but Caleb was counting on God's strength. They were focused on giants, but Caleb was focused on God. They saw defeat in their future, but Caleb knew victory belonged to God. They were doubters. Caleb was a believer. They saw the problems. Caleb saw the possibilities. Caleb had a different spirit. Did you know that 40 years later, Caleb, then 85 years old, as he readied himself to finally step into the promised land, he said, I'm as strong today as the day Moses sent me out. I'm ready to go to battle. Now give me this country that the Lord has promised me. All those years of struggle, Caleb was still a man with a different spirit. Do you have that different spirit today? There's a good bet that whatever giants or obstacles that you're facing in your life today, that there are 10 people being negative around you, just like Caleb. But let me tell you something. God wants you to have a different spirit. You are too blessed to be stressed. Anybody can complain and be negative. You just have to say, I may have problems, but I'm not discouraged. God is in control. I have the favor of God in my life. I refuse to let anything or anyone steal the joy that I have or dampen the confidence that I have in him. If everyone says it's impossible, I'm still going to press on. There is victory in my DNA. And like Caleb, I have a different spirit. And I'm well able to do it in Jesus name up next no matter where you are and no matter how you feel you need to know that Jesus is with you he'll never leave you Jesus is always with you on the bright side we'll be right back attention small business owners if you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins consider becoming a Nebo dealer. Nebo was founded by Christian business owners Bob and Glenn Bollinger and is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. Here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, Become a Nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before. Receive a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light and see for yourself. That's right. Get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. That's NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. How many know that God is good this morning? You know, the older I get, the more I know about what goes on out there in the world. The more I look forward to coming to church on Sunday... Does anybody else feel like I do? I mean, I know that God is out there too. But for me, it's easier to feel His presence in here. And I think that that's one of the main reasons that we love to come to church. 
is because it's easy to feel God's presence. It's a very natural thing to worship and praise God together. But I want to encourage some of you today who are struggling to feel like God is with you out there. You know, out there, it's a jungle. Out there, it's a rat race. Out there, there's a lot of noise. And we know that God is with us out there. But sometimes, if we're honest, it doesn't feel like it. And we go through things out there that doesn't seem to have anything to do with advancing the purpose of our life through Jesus Christ. So I know that there are many of you who are going through stuff right now. And I really want to encourage you by reminding you that God is there. And that our commitment to Christ is based on our faith, not on our feelings. We love it when we feel God's presence. But it's important to understand that God is with us whether we feel His presence or not. We're assured of this promise a number of times. In Matthew, the Lord said, Be sure of this. I am with you always. Even to the end of the age. You see, He's there. Even when we don't think so. Some of you may remember the story about the only survivor of a shipwreck. He washed up on some deserted island. And he was thankful to be alive. And he prayed to God each day that he would be rescued. But the days turned into weeks and then months. Eventually, he managed to build a small wooden hut to protect him from the elements. And one day, while he was out looking for food, lightning struck his hut and he returned to find it bursting into flames. He was distraught. Everything was lost. He had given up hope. But when morning came, he was awakened by the sound of an approaching ship. Finally, he was rescued. He asked the captain, How did you find me? And the captain said, We saw a lot of smoke yesterday. And we followed it straight to this island. You see, it doesn't matter how we feel, he's there. It doesn't matter what we're going through. He's there. Your situation may seem to go from bad to worse. But our Heavenly Father is still right there. He's watching over us. His Son Jesus is right there, walking beside us. He's reachable. He's approachable. He's able to confide in and lead us through our situation. And on our other side is His Holy Spirit able to penetrate and activate His will and purpose in our life. So listen, it's our faith, not our feelings that we have to trust. Let me say it again. It's our faith. It's not our feelings that we trust. Our faith is based on and built on truth. Our faith isn't blind. 
Because we have experienced His presence. We've seen the truth of His Word carried out in our lives and in others. And our faith gets stronger as we witness these facts. We've seen miracles. We've seen supernatural intervention in impossible situations. Our faith isn't raw, baseless faith. It's real. Our faith is real. It's like knowing the heat is, heat is on in here because it's warm. He's there. Whether you're feeling it or not, and let me tell you that when you submit your life to Christ and live by faith, you have the assurances that the Apostle Paul is talking about. When he said, Who shall, shepherd, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble? Our hardship, our persecution, our famine, our nakedness, our danger, our sword. He goes on to say, no. In all these things, we are what? We are more than conquerors through him who loves us. It's our faith that sees us through our trials. Because when we're going through it, sometimes that's all we have. We don't understand why we're going through it or how we're going to get through it. But because of our faith, we can know we will come through it. You know, our, our survivor on that desert island, he thought that when his hut burned down that it couldn't get any worse. But he was rescued because of his tragedy. So today I want to, you to remember that no matter what you're going through, He's there. He's there for you. You may find Him here, but by faith, no matter where you are, or whether or not you feel His presence, you know He's always there. Jesus is always there. You have been listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. Or bobby at onthebrightside.org. 847-312-8197 or bobby at onthebrightside.org Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com 
or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.